right, welcome to this week's episode of Good Playing With You, the weekly gaming podcast. I'm Dan Whitehill, and I'm joined by our good buddies, Matt Lord. hey And Matt Molding. Hey, now. And today's show, we're covering the top headlines of the week, listener emails, and if that isn't enough, Molding is back with his ultimate trivia smackdown. But before all that, actually, let's send it over to Molding because he has some awesome news for us. Yeah, we have uh, another giveaway for you good players. Uh, this time we are giving you the chance to win a Contagion digital movie, a stellar cast, including Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kate Winslet headline this thriller and disaster film now for the first time in 4k ultra hd buy it now and get three dollars off the digital movie at wb.com slash contagion radio but you can also visit us on twitter for your chance to win it right now uh just look for our giveaway post make sure you are subscribed to our page and let us know your favorite comfort game to play when you aren't feeling very well we will we will choose five of our favorite responses to win the digital movie next thursday uh, good luck and thanks for playing with us. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at uh, Good Play With You, or you could probably search Good Playing With You and find us there too. That's awesome. Thanks, Molding. Yeah, thank, yeah, yeah thank you. No problem. <laughs> All right. So moving on to video games, let's discuss them. What are you guys playing, Lord? Well, I got a couple things under the belt this week. A lot of Hell Divers. Dan, I even got a chance to drop a few campaigns with you uh that was total blast uh i think there's a lot to discuss over that game um i know we have more coming later on in the episode um and then i've put some time into overwatch 2 uh malding i got ranked um Mm, as a healer on pc finally got i think i wound up gold three or something nice that's um good. yeah it was pretty decent it was a good run um i do kind of i think the the more transparent ranking system is a, a plus so you know if you're going up or down and it doesn't just stay the same rank when you've played five games so i think that's actually yeah. an improvement um but i've been seeing a lot of like negative commentary surrounding the game lately especially tank players sorry tank players it's tough man uh yeah i was just playing it a little bit before uh we started recording with friend of the pod brendan and uh yeah we were having a a little bit of a tough time pete you just burn your your characters just die very very quickly or it takes forever to to kill the other team like there's no middle ground there's no like mid fights it's all like completely Burn. decimated or or just never die and it's then tough. so if i want to play with you now on xbox i literally yeah. have to play You're, all i have to get ranked play yeah, all 10 yeah, games I, on xbox if you want to play competitive yeah if you okay. want to play with us on competitive but That's, you can play with us uh open queue um yeah but we would play in pc pool for it instead of yeah. console pool because you being a pc player. well so, yeah well I mean, Maybe next. I'll have to just play some on my own. And then finally, I've been playing Scorn on the Xbox. (laughs) And I actually really like that game. I'm still stuck on that egg puzzle at the very beginning of the the game. I like cannot beat it. Dan, I think I had a discussion with you like 
you figured it out. I was yeah. like lost. That game is super like they need to make another scorn that isn't a puzzle game and actually like kind of like a shooter ish. I agreed. Yeah. Where's the combat in this game? I'm just like, <laughs> come on, they hyped oh, it up so much. It looked gorgeous. It no, is. It's, it's a, a puzzle game. game. It's a puzzle. Wow. But it and looks really games. good. Like, I can't wow. believe how good the graphics look in that game. Like, I feel like the graphics are like truly next gen looking in that game. Yeah, but the graphics are way better than the puzzles. Unfortunately, the puzzles True. weren't that good. The puzzles are freaking confusing, I think. They're a little <laughs> too confusing and convoluted. I just don't know what they were going for. But the environments look so good in that game. Even on the Series S, it's like amazing. They're striking. I think sometimes you'll walk into a room and be like, this is insane. I can't believe they were able to pull this off. Um, and that's it for me. How about right you guys? On. Molding? Uh, yeah, what have I been playing? Uh, no Man's Sky. I started playing last week. And you were supposed I'm... to tell me how that oh, was. How was yeah. it? I mean, it's fine. I, I, I'm already burnt out on it, though. Like, oh. I feel, uh, <laughs> it, it took about a week. It, it burnt. It burnt bright for the uh, for the 20 hours or so that I played it. And now I'm kind of like, man, I don't really have any desire to go play it again. Maybe I'll what try it again when. When, what is yeah, it about what it? is it that was yeah was it like not uh, a storyline was it's it... just kind of monotonous oh there's not really a storyline yeah. i mean i think you have to kind of find it on your own i guess you're you're traveling to the center of the galaxy and there's someone there that's kind of helping you i guess it's it's don't play it for the story like you play it for the sandbox mm. creating visiting the planets and exploration and stuff um well yeah, after 20 hours of... molding do you think it's better than starfield uh, the ship fighting, the spaceship fighting and going in and out of planets is way is way better. Like, I wish Starfield could have matched the yeah. that just like not having it a cutscene, just getting in your ship and taking yeah. off and flying out of the atmosphere. It would have made Starfield much better. But Starfield's story, I actually really enjoyed. And I think Starfield got way too much hate for it. I, I enjoyed a lot Agreed. of Starfield. So um, and there's still parts of Starfield I haven't um, uh, played with yet, like the base management and stuff. And I that stuff I really enjoy. So mm. I look forward to going back and trying it again, or playing it again. And then I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom again, which uh, I love and is super fun. Uh, but in, I think, a week is it a week or two weeks is when dragon's dogma comes out so that'll have my that'll have wow. my attention when that's out is that the 12th Dan? because that's ronin and dragon's dogma right both those games uh i don't know the exact date unfortunately i feel like it's i just I feel like it's it 12 it's in the next couple of weeks but that makes Ooh. that sounds good um and then i'm debating because i don't like to be out of the cultural zeitgeist to buy final fantasy mm. uh the new one that just came out <laughs> today even, oh it came out today I, yeah, yeah it came out today um oh dang even though you know i i groused about the first game uh i want to play it because i want to be involved in the conversation <laughs> you should do it i've no, heard it's, it's too expensive i'm just gonna wait i'll just yeah. wait what about you dan what are you playing well, speaking of Final Fantasy, I did pick up Final Fantasy 16 just to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, oh, nice. I'd heard like 
um, you know, the combat was different in this one and that yeah. sort of stuff. And, um, so, and it is actually the combat I, I, I like a lot more than 15. Um, and, uh, I'm actually having a good time with this one. It surprised me. This game is a little bit different than any other game that I've played. And I'm guessing the final fantasy series is kind of like this, although I did play 10. Um, it's almost like, um, I'm, I'm used to games building like a game, like programmers building a game and then layering in cutscenes. This one almost seems as like if it's a movie, and then they layered in some game in between yeah. different mm-hmm. scenes of the movie. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I still want to kill like 50 other people. Like, why are you not letting me kill as many people as I know I should be? Yeah. So it's, it's lots of cutscenes, pretty long. A lot of cutscenes. Um, but the, yeah, but the story's pretty good. And the fact that they have that little, the map button is like, um, you hold it down and it gives you like all the information, like a Kindle book or whatever. And you can refresh yourself mm-hmm. on the characters. Oh, a plus that is gene that's really what's keeping me in this game is because i can take some time off and then jump back in and i'm just constantly reminded i wish more games would steal this because it is um really smart what do you think there. about the titan fighting uh um you know i haven't gotten to that yet other than like i've been the phoenix and yeah the phoenix, you know yeah that, so uh, we'll uh, yeah see. i guess and it then- does take a little while to get to those parts so sorry i put put quite a few hours in Uh i'm just like okay it's a big game it is it is a big it's a long but so far is it worth it like did you guys like it was it worth i thought it yeah i thought it was i never i heard i didn't hear much and then i feel like final fantasy 7 is totally stealing all the hype from this one because they haven't even released the dlc for final fantasy 16 and everybody's paying attention to rebirth so i'm like uh well yeah. It's kind of like your your releasing schedule is a little bit strange here. And am I playing the the uncool one? What's going on? No, I think people really liked 16. And I think there's I, I think for me, it almost had like a lot of it had those button mashing elements that I feel like kind of got a little old after so many hours of the game. Like I put probably 25 or so hours and then eventually I was starting to be like, which isn't even a lot. You could go way more than that. And for sure it's like you kind of like i felt like i was doing the same move over and over again that is where i like then i'm like okay i either need to like really mix it up or i just need to put it down for a little while and that's where i'm at right now and i'm sure i'll jump back in yeah um and then of course i've also been playing hell divers um which has been fantastic i'm happy to report that the servers were up and running i was still tracking them and and even at their peak i was able to get on and have a match with minimal um you know issues disconnects and that sort of stuff so i spent a ton of time last weekend just on hell divers and and got to play with lord and some and it was fantastic. I think this is becoming a Helldivers 2 uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that guy well, that uh, commented on our YouTube channel must be really happy now. Yeah, Seriously. <laughs> we never heard from him again. He, he <laughs> no. came in, he told us in, off, gave us the filth, and the peace Seriously out. did. He wasn't wrong, <laughs> that man. He just flamed no, us he, all, and that was it. Yes, I'm like, okay. Exactly. Which normally doesn't work, but uh, luckily for him, this was an actually a really good game. So, um, and speaking of hell divers, though, I do want to you know um, use that to transition over to the headlines because there's been a lot going on with that game. So um, we're going to just jump right in, and we're going to do a quick. I know it's not a hell divers podcast, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do want to do a quick um, recap of the headlines of the week and um, starting with hell divers and everything that's going on there. 
All right, so our first headlines when it comes to Helldivers were, was um, the fall of Mvelion Creek. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, especially Molding. I know you haven't been playing the game. No clue. I heard this or I saw this on Twitter and I was like, what? What happened? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the game has a kind of like a meta narrative going on like any good life service game. And when you go in to select your mission, you're presented with a map and different planets. And you've got on one side the automatons attacking planets, and then you've got the bugs taking uh, attacking planets. And you can really just choose where you want to go. And then different sections of the map are um, like different groups of the planets light up, and you um, some are locked off and some are open, and you kind of are going in. And the goal of us hell divers is we're going in there and we're liberating these planets. Um, and then we're defending the planets and we're taking them over and we're cleaning the solar system up planet by planet and we're moving on. And the game actually has objectives for like clear. I think this past weekend was like, um, you know, take over, take like eight planets or something like and that. It, sorry, it's the entire community that's doing this, right? The yes. entire community of the game. It's not yes. just you and your buddies who are doing it. It's no, everybody. exactly. Yeah, good, good distinction there. And so, um, you know, Mavellian Creek is a, a really beautiful planet. It's a, a jungle, uh, dark, atmospheric um, people. That's what they call robot Vietnam because it's a robot mm -hmm. planet. And it's been one of the ones that's a little bit been tougher. So to be honest with you, my casual ass has not been dropping in on Mavellian Planet because I want to win. So I've done a couple of tours there. I've gotten my ass handed to me a couple of times. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, apparently my service was not enough for this weekend oh. because um, on Wednesday, Mavellian Creek fell and the, cr the crowd went wild. Twitter and everyone on social pretty much lost their shit because... We lost control of the planet. It went um, from a defend mission to a liberate mission down to 0% progress as hmm. the robots increased their um, numbers and totally wiped everybody out and to the point where the planet was locked and no one could get on it um, for a while. Then they opened it up a little bit later and the assault has resumed to retake Mavalian Creek. Um, so it's a very popular drop because it is pretty much one of the hardest ones. So I thought that was really funny and that it was is... interesting to see all the memes and everything online. So, so do, the robots, do the robots and the bugs ever fight each other? Not yet, but here's hoping, oh. man. That's a good call. Maybe Super Earth will have, be like a bug and robot combo when they do like, you know, maybe a season ender type of battle. I do it find it's very could... respectful of the robots not to attack the bugs. That's very well, awesome. yeah. That's why well, they're on like, two separate yeah. sides of the, um, of the solar system. And so. they're separated by Super Earth. And yeah. that's oh, sort okay. of. I got you. Uh, yeah. But I do love that. I will say Helldivers has done such a good job making the universe feel alive in different details like that where it's every player is seeing one planet that falls and then it unlocks again and then yeah. you're standing on your ship you're watching stratagems go off and all these different things going on in the planet below you it does feel alive in that sense and it 100%. has no business doing that i feel like it's incredible I agree. And which leads me to my next topic, though, to let you guys know about when it comes to Helldivers is, you know, the CEO um, who's been pretty vocal um, on social and um, what's his name? Johan Pilstead. Um, he let the audience kind of clued the audience in on um, 
apparently um all everything that's going on now is uh, it's a they call it a fully dynamic system but um it's put into motion by a, a single game master so it's similar to like dungeons and reaction uh, dungeons and dragons um, and they actually borrowed that term who's controlling large scale aspects of the conflict and that includes you know, directly messing with the entire player population. So Johan Pilstead explained the role of a guy in the company. His name was Joel. And he said, quote, <laughs> we have I'm a lot Joel. of systems. <laughs> I know. We have a Joel. lot of systems built into the game where the game master has a lot of control over the play experience. It's something that we continue we'll, we're continuously evolving based on what's happening in the game. As part of the roadmap, there are things that we want to keep a secret because we want to surprise and delight. But there have been times, um, and then end quote, but then also he went on to say, um, there's been some times and sudden moments where maybe one planet was too easy or one was too hard. And Joel had to get up in the middle of the night to give the automatons a bit of reinforcements so that the players don't take the planet too quickly. So I, I thought that's, that struck me as kind of interesting. One, we definitely want a good meta narrative that they can have control. And clearly, this isn't the first time developers have had hands on, you know, mixing with the audience and, and pulling strings and stuff like that. But then it made me wonder how much control do, you know, do we as players actually have on these stories and these planets and stuff like that? And how emotionally invested should we be getting if there's an actual dungeon master behind the scenes pulling the strings. So what did you guys think about that? Uh, well, <clears throat> I think it might be, it might be, what is the term when you're like gambling and it's like, you're kind of betting against the house. It doesn't seem like it's possible. You're going up against this. Well, it's kind of funny that it's like an individual guy. I mean, what there's joel. not like his name's least, joel there's Give not him the respect people. he deserves like we can't get a second you know master guy in here mrs to... joel mrs joel could yeah handle it while like mr joel was asleep it's just um, it's kind of incredible that's just one guy and he's just kind of like flicking switches in the middle of the night to make sure players can't get you know too far ahead on a certain planet that's crazy but i think joel is the reason why this game has turned sort of into a running from enemies sim i feel like out of nowhere you're just over, completely overrun you're just running for like 15 minutes at the end of the game you're trying to get to your uh your ship but it's just impossible because there's like three thousand enemies behind you and there's nothing you can do Dan, do you ever feel that way? <laughs> oh my God. I've got, I've got so many opinions about this game and the way it should be played. And, and noobs kill me because the one thing noobs do is they drop in and they start firing on enemies. Mm -hmm. First, they don't understand that they're going to get, you know, more enemies by doing that and get more like the cops called on them, essentially like a GTA game. But they sit there and do that. And then there are all these objectives on the map that I want to clear and keep moving. And yet they're stuck. They're just shooting people. I'm like, look, it's, there are infinite enemies here, people. We got to go. Come on, let's go, team. Go. Mm -hmm. and, and they don't. And so, yes, I feel like I'm definitely running from them, but I do hunker down at individual points that need to be taken or objectives that need to be done or resources that need to be found. And so if then if the cops or bug cops get called on me, I you know, I have no choice but to fight them because I'm doing things. But so you have to know when to run and you have to know when to gun. And that's one thing the noobs do not know. And it is annoying AF. <laughs> it's crazy. 
So here's what I think about Joel, uh, our friend Joel. The election is rigged. Like, yeah, it is that rigged. is, I mean, then, like, we just did that whole story about that planet going down. So that makes me think yep. that they probably wanted that planet to go down. And that's, and then that it makes it so that it's not organic. And I, I want it to be organic. So maybe up the difficulty of being able to do these, but don't have one guy being like, this planet's about to go down. Let's flood it with enemies so that the players don't bring it down. I don't I don't like that a bit. All said, Make Helldivers exactly great right. again. <laughs> That's right. Let's get some red hats and <laughs> we can really troll the community with that one. Um, yeah, that's how Man. I feel. <laughs> I definitely think, uh, yeah, just if it's not organic, and maybe I don't know, like, can, can't they just do like a little AI twist on that and make it almost balanced a little bit like, oh, now we love AI. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, give me some AI in there and just remove Joel from the picture and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I don't want to spend too much time on Helldivers, but there's one other thing that i wanted too to mention late. that it was <laughs> shut up um, was um there have been pictures and video leaking online of um mechs now we knew mechs were coming because they were actually featured in the launch trailer that sony showed off but these mechs are supposed to be potentially stratagems that will be dropped into the game that you'll be able to unlock and then use. So we don't exactly know how powerful they are, what the cooldown is or how that's going to work, but we are starting to see some of this footage leak and that's kind of the next phase of where this is going. And then people are also saying potentially a new enemy faction that could be the, the rumor essentially was um, that there would be a new enemy coming from the very first game into this game, uh, making a leap. And so there would be a third enemy introduced as well. So one, we know that the um, mechs are coming, uh, which I'm definitely excited about. And then two, I'm excited about a, a new enemy that could be on the way as well. I'm excited. Get Protoss and Zerg in there, top and bottom yeah, of the there map. There you go. Love and then that. you're good to go. Um, I think the mech is a great idea because I feel like it could act as the tank in the group. I think having yeah. four players that are pretty much equally the like squishy it it just it doesn't work maybe this tank is gonna be the reason why you're able to hunker down and shoot a little more instead of having to do so much running we're especially squishy when someone uh launches their mortar stratagem <laughs> willy-nilly oh, and the mortars yeah. start heading towards us yes <laughs> those suckers are definitely powerful but they, they are. are dangerous in the wrong hands you're you're gonna get hit by those and you're gonna go flying probably die uh i'm guilty okay, but you can warn your team a little bit more is all i'm saying yeah my communication just in general is poor and then i get under stress and hell divers so i like go to minimum it's minimum <laughs> it's bad um, i just want to play so i can friendly fire you guys dude friendly fire is for real in that game yeah it is you would love it but also, I feel like the stress level is so high that you even forget to shoot on your friend. You're like, you don't even no. want to, because trust me, there's like a bug ready to freaking just attack you at any time or a robot with chainsaw arms. It's like it's it's chaos for real. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll pick it up. Since you should, Malding. You should. That would be really fun. Now, and, and it's working uh, now. Yeah, I think they'll also have it on sale. I think soon. 
Like, I bet it'll be 30, really? 30. I think so. Probably in the next like couple, like when things start to quiet down, you're going to see a nice little $30 sale, I bet. So are there other <laughs> games to play than Helldivers 2? I'm curious. Hmm. Are there? I think are so. There? No, no, good. no, they're good. Okay, <laughs> it's good, good, good to know. Yeah. Well, there could be a potential new system to be playing games oh. on if the latest rumors are to believed that the Nintendo Switch 2, and of, of course, that's not the official name, but, and, and, and yeah, I know a new week, a new Nintendo rumor, but still, this time, uh, you know, Broken Clock's got to be right <laughs> a couple of times. So one of these, one of these rumors is going to be right. But this one actually sounds a little bit plausible. So now people are saying um, Nintendo may be strategically timing the Switch 2 announcement for the summer gaming news season. So typically what was E3. So potentially like around a, a direct could be coming around Jeff Keighley's Summer of Games event. Um, and this comes from an article of, called Screen Rant. And they went on to say that the leaked info suggests that Switch 2 uh, will be revealed January 2024 with a release in Q1 of 2025. Um, there's no official statements, of, of course, or console specs or anything like that. Uh, but most people are saying to expect it this summer, the announcement. Um, what do you guys think about this? This is now going to be eight years. Um, so it's a little bit long uh, of a life cycle for this console, although it has sold 139 million, their second best-selling console. Um, so, you know, it's it's done its job. But do you guys think, you know, like it's going to happen? What do you think of the rumor? Do you think it's time? What are your thoughts? I want to see a significant upgrade in the visuals. And if that is the case, then maybe I would grab it. And I need it to be backwards compatible with the games that i bought digitally on the switch with those two things maybe i think about picking up i just other than zelda it's it's basically a zelda machine that's pretty much the only game that i play on it and then some monster hunter uh rise earlier but uh i mean rumors who who knows they're gonna yeah. they're gonna put it i out like this one though. i feel like this yeah. one's gonna be right we'll yeah see. rumor's gonna rumor you know yeah but exactly i uh the only I, rumor I, I like is rumor willis <laughs> yeah, she's the exactly. only one i'm a fan and even then sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> she can piss me off <laughs> well she won dancing with the stars so big ups That's right true. there uh right. but what yeah, so I mean, Switch Two—it's about time. Eight years is a long time. I know yeah. even Tears of the Kingdom at points was chugging on my base system. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's a little better on the OLED, but I definitely could use a visual upgrade. Um, I heard rumors that maybe it was gonna uh, be on par with like a PS4. That's um, what I heard as well. Yeah, and that is basically the. I think that's the minimum visual quality we should be shooting for at this point. <laughs> I hate to say it, um, especially with the standard being set so high with the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck yeah. really took the handheld market up to a whole new level. And so if Nintendo, um, well, I think they're still going to be all right because they do so much innovative stuff with the, their uh games and just their systems themselves so it's going to be you know it, it's going to have that market cornered but i think visually it does need to kind of like uh bring bring the ruckus a little bit <laughs> agreed i think mainly for me it's that 
this last direct showed very clearly that Nintendo is out of games. They just don't have any left. And that means they got them. They're just holding them back from us. Uh, and I think they're polishing up, of course, Metroid. I think they're polishing up another Super Mario. I think they've got a lot. The, the, they're playing their cards um, very close to their chest. And it's because they know they're launching a new system and they've got to give us a reason to buy it. I don't know if they're going to have a new gimmick. I did say that I thought it was like a folding screen a, a couple of podcasts ago when we were making crazy predictions. But, And I kind of think maybe that's what it could be too. I definitely think it's going to have... Um, backwards compatibility, but I do think it's, it's definitely time. In fact, if they do not announce, it could go on to kind of um, hurt them because they don't have any bangers coming out and the software, I, I mean, the software is not there and now the hardware is really not doing as well as it used to. Do you think Metroid is going to, you think they're not going to release it for the original Switch and they're going to bring it to the new one? My guess is it would be a probably dual release the way they did the original Tears of the Kingdom, which was, um, uh, or the Breath of the Wild, sorry. They released it on the Wii U and they, they release, released it on the Switch at the same time. So that's my guess. Wait, did Breath of the Wild come out for Wii U? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was an idiot and I played it on that console and then I because I didn't have a switch yet. And oh man, regret it. that's wild. But, that's actually kind of an interesting little tidbit. And speaking of Zelda games, yeah, Malding, you had an interesting story about this. Yeah, so there's a currently Nintendo is suing uh, an emulator um, called uh, what are, it's a Yuzu software developer Tropic Haze. Uh, and in the lawsuit, they claimed that the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was illegally downloaded over one million times uh, a week and a half before the release came out. Um, so they are saying that that caused them uh, manifest and irreparable harm caused by that. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I feel like I'm pretty keyed into tech for the most part. Maybe, I mean, I'm certainly not a Luddite, but I know tech I would have no idea how to illegally download a, a, a Nintendo game. I would have no idea how to do that. Um, I probably could look it up, but um, so that was one thing I said, thought. And then the other thing is down here at the bottom of this article. So this was an article on Kotaku um, down here at the bottom. They mentioned that uh, Nintendo wants $150,000 in damages, as well as any damages and profits Yuzu made from its violations, which makes total sense. I totally agree. And then they said, including the alleged $30,000 a month that Tropic Haze makes from its Patreon. So these people, these kids, whoever's illegally downloading it are illegally downloading the game and then giving money to on Patreon to this place <laughs> so that they can illegally download more games. And it, it really infuriated me when I read that. I was like, just buy the game. Just be a good citizen and buy the game instead of stealing it. Anyway, what about you? What do you guys think about that? Would you ever pirate a game or do you even know how to do it? Uh, I would have an idea. <laughs> you would have an idea. Okay. Maybe, maybe but I'm the luddite that, I, that, that doesn't know um, how to do it. No, I think it's it's, but it takes effort. 
you know, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to pirate a game, I am definitely not going to be contributing anything. I'm a, I would just be like Patreon, like no way. Like I'm yeah, going right. to just, and on top of that, I also just think this lawsuit, just speaking of the lawsuit, like they're only asking for $150,000. Yeah. It seems very small, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. nothing like, yeah, it, in, because well, I mean, maybe this company or whatever Yuzu doesn't have any money either, or and they Tropical know Hill. that they don't have. Yeah. yeah, so maybe it's just like a big scare tactic because even then, I mean, one hundred fifty thousand dollars maybe is just impossible for them to come up with. But um, I mean, I'm still shocked. I mean, a, a million downloads before the game even came out. I'm surprised to hear that too. Like I yeah. thought maybe a million when the game was released. So it's pretty incredible. These yeah. friggin' pirates are are not yeah. they're they're not playing around. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see where did they get that number of like one million downloads? Do they have I, access to these servers? Or so how I wonder they... if so if it's a lawsuit. I know that there's a thing called discovery in lawsuits where they get to look at data from mm. from. The, so maybe during discovery they were able to f- see this information that that it was illegally downloaded a million times. That's yeah. it, or maybe they have just some way of knowing i don't know yes that's a great question i don't know hmm. yeah and i'd be curious to see how the piracy worked i know that like previously on um, relatively recent consoles it's always been like a mod chip that you had to have installed mm-hmm. and i did that one time and it bricked my system so i'm never doing Ooh. that again and then when i'm then there's emulators which can you know use a computer and then uh, but that typically is for older software and operating systems and consoles. So I'm curious to see, like, is there some sort of emulator that this Yuzu thing is is capable of doing? Or are they making money also selling chips and modding consoles and stuff? So I'd be well, curious to hear more about this. Just from what I know, just being stealing following games. the <laughs> from just uh, stealing games, um, just from the Steam Deck, uh, just being in that community and trying to follow along, Yuzu has a plugin that you can uh, that you can basically install very simply using uh, I think the software is called like Emu Deck, and it literally just installs this stuff right to your uh, Steam Deck, and you you know where I'm not sure where you would actually get these games, um, but you would just download it, plug mm-hmm. it in, and it would it's mainly a, oh, I, wow. I believe this is mainly a Steam Deck situation. Okay, oh, so you think these these million pirated mm-hmm. copies were probably played on Steam Deck I or would played say on yeah. PC? Yeah, gosh. So it's I not would, something I, where someone it, could could rig their Switch system to be able to play it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think I it's know. more Steam Deck. Okay. Just from experience. Hmm. Now, from hearing all of that, I'd like to borrow your Steam Deck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and see what else you got on there. Uh, I honestly, I just. I don't know. I would do a whole. Uh, it's just I like keeping the th- everything above board, especially with games. Yeah, keep sure. just download. Just you know, just you can down- buy the just games. Download support the, the, yeah. support the people that are that are making these games that you love. Agreed. Like, especially Nintendo, like the current most current Nintendo. I think you have no excuse than yeah. just to buying the game. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that was an interesting story. It is, it is super interesting. 
Thanks, Kotaku. <laughs> also, an interesting story was the Smellovision Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? What the heck is this? Uh, what is this? This is a a new little component that you can just kind of plug in, and this thing uses. Um, speaking of AI uses AI to kind of detect where you are in a video game. It'll pump out some smells for you to enjoy while you're gaming. And okay, wait a minute. Hard yeah. pass. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never would I ever do mm-hmm. that. Who's and manufacturing this? What are the smells? Like, how does it work? Uh, What's the technology? Sent? Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think where. Let me see what the, the actual people who make it. It just says game sense. So maybe it's just like a whole new product from i'm not sure who makes this thing but this is the interesting thing uh these are okay so out of the box game scent includes six cents gunfire explosion racing whatever that might be clean clean air in quotes uh storm and forest and like it's crazy because this thing is ready to be bought you could buy it from all the major like Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, GameStop, they're ready to go. And it's crazy that I feel like this thing really just came out of left field. Like this is something that you would cook up while you're like stoned with some friends and you (laughs) would just say it and it would never actually happen. And there's just something super wrong and gross about this. I feel like there is something that you can use which is your mind to kind of like cook up these smells um i, I think what's gross and wrong is the price of 150 dollars for an overhyped uh, you know air mm-hmm. freshener air wick or whatever the hell this thing is yeah, i 150 dollars is a crazy price point like that is a just big... clean your apartment yeah i I, i'm pretty blown away by this uh molding like would you ever even consider absolutely not not even not no Um, no it's not even entertaining there was a i think it was like back in the i want to say the 80s there was something called smellovision for tv shows i don't even have the details i just remember smellovision being a thing um and and no no just i know they did smell vision in the 60s and you would go 60s, to the movies maybe that's what it was and yeah. they would hand you a card and so you there would you go, go like mm. you'd sometimes be in a 3d movie so you put on your glasses and you get a card yes and then during the movie they would tell you which like like scent door to open and you would open this piece of paper and you would smell it and no. that was a gimmick i don't that need they... i do not need that much immersion in my game right <laughs> i i know that's where i feel like i'm at is you just don't need that that layer is not necessary. Audio and visual should be enough. I agree. Agreed. No to use... smell-o-vision. <laughs> <laughs> I could use the console to fire off some lasers around the room on occasion. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> some more lights wouldn't be a problem. Like, yeah. you do you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, now to a more serious subject. Um, Molding, I know you had dropped in a story about yeah. uh, your favorite, your beloved um, Baldur's Gate 3. So can you tell so, us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Baldur's Gate 3 came out with a, a patch. Uh, I think it was last week, and it created a bunch of bugs, and then they 
put out a hot fix to fix the bugs. But basically what the patch was to um, help with modding. And what happened is when the modding uh, for the game broke down, Larian got Larian, who developed the game or the creators of the game, started getting a bunch of death threats and started getting a bunch of like toxic uh, responses from uh, the people that was it Warrior eighty seven, the one who was giving us toxic response. <laughs> oh, we have we, it was that the Helldivers guy? No, yeah. um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, but uh, I just it makes me feel really sad because this the the um, the community behind Baldur's Gate is is really great, and people were really really rooting for the company and there was a lot of po- for sure positive uh stuff for the for the company and the company is really great with putting out hot fixes and putting out updates and to have them just get shit on basically by people and get this toxic response from gamers so much so that they were like if you guys continue to do this we're just gonna have to pull back a little bit and protect ourselves and protect our our public facing uh developers and public facing people on twitter it's mostly i think happens on twitter um Surprise. it just makes me really sad yeah. or the so can i i mean i think i know the answer to this question i could i couldn't the only thing i would ever send to a developer is something positive i could never imagine being angry at them and saying like no that I also... that aside also <laughs> modding is is just a completely optional thing and if the modding breaks your game it's not on larian's fault that the modding broke the game it's on your fault for downloading the mod so i just gotta yeah. put that out there. but so the update was it intended to break mods no, 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 just... no. i think they were intent so eventually they announced that they are trying to do official mods uh um, make it official so across all the platforms that uh that you'll just be able to have mods on there through the game you'll be able to download official mods for it and uh it'll be able to make it uh easy easy make it more accessible for people but these so these are people who are who are it's not illegal who are just downloading mods created by Mm -hmm. the the um yeah yeah i I mean the crazy crazy thing here is larian isn't even finished with this game they're still working on it they're still polishing it they're still adding features they're still putting out patches and bug fixes and they're still communicating their audience about everything that's going on. i don't even play this game but i still think that they're like heroes because they're doing such an amazing job uh and they have been such a long time like i think this has just got to be children on twitter like just ignorant children on twitter and there's got to be something that can be done but twitter is kind of a yeah cesspool but see us uh, on twitter at good playing with you for yeah, your chance to win a contagion yeah, uh, digital come swim in our part of the cesspool <laughs> and, and and win a movie oh, um but i do think um i think this is a problem a lot of people have and yes i think it's completely strange that you know the game is not even finished and they're getting angry about it it's it's insane well technically it is finished they're just constantly putting out updates and stuff for right but i think it to make it better they're not right when i say it's it's not finished i mean that like the developer's still actively working on it and hasn't moved on to their next project yeah correct i mean death threats is just crazy like there's nothing there you should be there's nothing to make a death threat over over anything but you're talking video games 
Like know, that right? is so. Like, go play a different game. Yeah, yeah. Just, you're down bad. You're yeah. down bad. That's that's yeah. the term. You're yeah. just you're like you're crazy. And on top of that, I feel like now anymore, there's no internet anonymity. So it's like I feel like you could get tracked down. You're making death threats. Like welcome, the FBI is like knocking on your door. Yeah. My gosh. I, it, it just makes me feel really bummed out for those people, especially that I follow the game and. A few of some of them are so nice and so positive and interacting with the community constantly. And to have this happen to them is just a real, a real bummer. It is. Hopefully they just like press on and not, you know, yeah, however they can. Yeah, especially because it was a good game. But now let's change the topic and talk about some games that are not so good. Oh, Oh, I want to switch topics real quick and get to our listener email of the week. Audrey from Thousand Oaks, California, writes into goodplayingwithyou at gmail.com, just like you can, and says, Hi, guys. Love the podcast and love the YouTube channel. Last week, you discussed the games you loved and wanted to see remade, which made me think, which games didn't work for you? I'd like to know, what's your, uh, I do not care for the godfather of video games. Oh, yeah. So that's from a meme. That's a meme, right? The, that I is. do not that's care for the godfather. Mind. Okay. Uh, uh, so because there are some people that are crazy enough to say they don't like The Godfather or Godmother yes. 2, and those are some great films. That's I have not enjoyed a Mario platform game since Mario 64, so I don't See, I really. I wasn't ready for that. I don't really care about since Mario 64. I don't really care about any of the games. I don't haven't found them. I tried Mario Galaxy. I thought it was tedious. I did not have fun playing it. I tried the one where you paint with a like a or maybe that is Galaxy Sunshine. 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 Yeah, Sunshine. Okay, Sunshine. Like I tried. So anything since Mario 64, don't care about it. I loved Matt. Odyssey, though. I also have to say that. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, Galaxy 1 and 2 are some of the best yeah. games ever created in all time. They are that nope. good. I'm still that's waiting That's my godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're wrong. And see, that's why I have to tell you about that. That's fine. <laughs> you didn't even like Odyssey or did you play Odyssey? It was really great. Uh, I think I borrowed it from you and I played it for like <laughs> 25 minutes. And it was like, this this game this is the game people like no it's just not for me <laughs> platform games in general are just not for me anyway so that, that game sense, made but... me buy the amiibo that's how much i like that game and Ugh. i don't even like amiibo i think those things are trash in my house and don't I you own the amiibo like for 14 of them too? yes well they made me for the <laughs> video game <laughs> they, made you. they mm. did uh, so that's, that's what i would say the mar those mar- mario games past mario 64 are my i didn't i do not like the godfather all right that is definitely a spicy opinion <laughs> um lord what do you got for us what is your i did not like the godfather all right this one i feel like this i mean i think hades uh, and people talk mm. up hades like no one's business i just think this um procedurally generated top down is so overplayed i know so many people like swear by this game but in the first like 30 minutes of this game i'm like okay i've had enough i I think i downloaded on game pass and i was just like i don't need to see a single bit more of this game like it is done um if i'm gonna play a procedurally generated game i'm always gonna say returnal 
That's the only game that I feel like is quality procedurally generated. And then I'm going to have to just say it, but God of wait, War. Wait, 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 hold oh. on before you go to the next oh. one. Yeah. Lord go, go, go. is hating on the Hades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we have to unpack that one yeah. for a second. It's, go, go. it's a fine. I don't necessarily disagree and I don't necessarily agree. Hades was a fine. It was a fine game. I don't think it was worth the hype that it got, but I enjoyed playing it. I had fun. <sighs> For so hyped for, yeah yeah but i mean it was super hyped i but it doesn't deserve your hate matt <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna back him up on this one i totally didn't like it either it yeah. was so wildly overhyped and by the time that i got to it i was like oh these graphics are ugly mm. i don't even care yeah so and i kept rolling into running into things it was just a pain in the ass and i was out in two seconds maybe you need to get better at the game <laughs> <laughs> i would get better kid. at the game if it was actually good uh and then i just had to say because i couldn't really decide between the two but i feel like god of war also is my especially the remake the first remake i was just like okay i beat it i even beat that game which is like pretty good for me for me because i don't finish so many games but after all was said and done i was just like i couldn't stand the kid i thought it was i did the same maneuver over and over again like i was just complaining about in Final Fantasy 16 and uh just i was just like that was it i was done i was like yeah that was not it but people okay, love it. on this one on this one i think you're crazy i definitely think that was probably the best game of the year that it came out it was fantastic this the directing the way they did it artistically with one shot the whole like sad dad road trip thing with him and his son bonding over the dead mother and the the mature storylines having played that game as like a teen and an angsty teen who wanted to like kill and beat up things and go crazy, you know, and it was about threesomes. It was, it was just very like <laughs> angsty teen. I was that an angsty threesome? teen, so it was perfect. Yeah. Was the Wasn't it like press triangle <laughs> to have sex with those two women? Yeah. Yes. There was threesomes in every single God of War until this one, sadly. Oh, uh, did I miss yeah, that? Okay. Yeah, it was a thing in the earlier God of Wars or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, but um, but watching something that you loved as a teen and then having it yeah. like grow up and become a really mature storyline as you kind of the series matured with us. And I just thought that that was fantastic. It was an unbelievable game in terms of its maturity and its storyline. And therefore, you were wrong. <laughs> Dan, and I, Dan I, and I have talked about this a few times because I have not played it and the reason I don't want to play it is because I don't want to have Usher around a kid the entire game I the think kid that just sounds I miserable. thought was the worst part of that game I yeah. could not believe the I felt like the way they scripted that kid I couldn't believe it I told Dan this I yeah. said this kid is a millennial no or it's not true. Even Gen Z kind of he like spoke I thought a little weird for what the time they were in. It was just, it was strange. Uh, so that well, really I brought think, it down for me. And I, I can see it of both of you kind of like, uh, I know Malding hates escort missions and this whole game is one. And I know you hate, you know, <laughs> the, the slang and the team and stuff like that. So I'll give it to you both on that one. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not great there. Well, what do you think, Dan? What's yours? Okay, my game uh, uh, essentially was um, Red Dead Redemption 2. And here's the, here's why. Let me tell yeah. you a little bit. I know um, everyone went apeshit for this as well. And I really don't understand. What, what happened is, um, you know, 
two weeks before this game came out, a little game called Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out. Now, yes, I know Assassin's Creed are not the best games ever. However, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the best and is the best Assassin's Creed of all time so far, period. Now, what made this game so great, besides all the multitude things that you can do in it and the shipbuilding and the battles and all that sort of stuff, was the freedom to run around quickly, one button got me my horse. I was going everywhere instantly. It was super fast. I was able to jump off. I went into combat immediately. It was fluid and it was fun. And I know you guys make fun of me for liking really bad video games. And this might not be one of the best ones, but it, you know what? It oh, sure was it fun. Yeah. And that is the one thing that a, a Red Dead Redemption 2 was not. It was not fun. When you have three little meters down there that are like stamina for different things including your horse and then you've got this slow lumbering kind of character that this long animation which they eventually patched to bend down and pick up something that to get it off a character that you've killed and retrieve something uh it becomes immediately tedious going into somewhere and trying to open up a drawer was a nightmare it was so boring and took so long and the player control between the two games gave me complete whiplash and then the world reacted like this was the greatest thing since i don't know gta 5 and i couldn't understand i'm like but they're like oh well it's a real simulator you know all this sort of stuff. i'm like it's tedious as hell it is completely and then you already know where the story is going it is gorgeous I enjoyed it. I played it to the very long, to the very long, to the, to very, the very long. It was, it was a little long with the epilogue and stuff, but I played all through the epilogue too. But Red Dead Redemption 2 sucks as a game. <laughs> I'm, I, Dan and I have also discussed this uh, a couple times. I, I completely agree. It is the most tedious game I have ever played. Uh, some, some of the things that I really enjoyed though were, I uh, love when a game you're in the snow and the tracks remain. I was like, beautiful. I love that. I love like how, and it was really pretty, but it was not fun to play. Uh, And this is where I got to disagree with you both. Come Come at me. I just, well, I will give you that Arthur Morgan, not that interesting of a character. Like that dude was a dud and people like, on Twitter, will say they like cried over his storyline. I know, and I'm like, and did I, you play James Morrison? Because yeah. the first one's a freaking masterpiece here. I just, I beat the at least the main story. I didn't beat that blog because I thought that was just getting long. He didn't miss anything. Yeah, and I, I was like, I, am I missing something? Like, I don't really care for Arthur Morgan that much. Uh, sorry, um, but that game had, I thought, such when the fighting was good, I thought it was epic. Like some of the was fights it ever good. <laughs> it, took a bit. it took a bit you had to okay. find those moments but i feel like there was an appreciation of the slow west vibe they were going for and they did they nail slow, it. right that's for they sure they got the slow they right. nailed slow they, they nailed, nailed it. slow and you're this is coming from somebody who also just like really loved dead <laughs> death stranding who oh. it's just so it is like i like the kind of tedium that is different from a game like odyssey and red dead redemption 2 totally like different ends of the spectrum but red dead redemption 2 was a thumbs up from me because it just but you're right also i wanted to say those meters total miss like what were they thinking with those meters so you're saying you had fun with it i I mean respect that but i just didn't have any fun with it i I had a blast with it yeah 
I thought it was really cool, and uh, they nailed the dead eyes. Some of the dead eye sequences were so well, so cool. Um, but I just thought the meters and like you had to like eat stuff sometimes, and it was just like I, you could barely see if the meter was full. Like I don't know what they were thinking with that. It was it was a miss. They should have done something else with that. Well. Um... I, I definitely agree. They should have done something. They should have made it fun. Um, but speaking of games that are fun, uh, up next, we have Molding Smackdown of Trivia. So I'm going to hand it over to him. I waited this time. You did. Uh, uh, all right. So today's trivia game, we're going to do video game quotes. Uh, and I think... I think this one might be on the easy side. So we're going to really, it's going to depend on the time of it. Okay. So focus on your time. Um, I have a a couple in there that might be tricky, but overall, I think we're going (laughs) to, we're going to whip right through it. So who would like to go first? Uh, Dan, why don't you go first? I went first last time, so let's make this. Okay. Very gentlemanly of you. Yes. Perfect. There you go. All right. I'm turning off sound, taking off my headphones. Let me know when you get back. All right. All right. So let the smackdown begin. Lord is in the soundproof booth. The Lord is with you. Okay. So here we go, Dan. Are you ready? Always. We are going to go right now. But our princess is in another castle. Super Mario Brothers. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Zelda. You oh, have Legend died of dysentery. Um, um, Lorgan Trail. War. War never changes. We uh, skip. Do a barrel roll. Star Fox. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow in the knee. Skyrim. Endure and survive. DuckTales. The right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. Ooh, that's a good quote, but um, bubble bobble. You want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you. Uh, Uncharted. A hero need not speak. When he is gone, the world will speak for him. Oh, God. That's like Lord of the Rings crap. (laughs) Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm standing by that one. All right. right. Do you want to go back to any of them? Nah, because I really don't have a clue. We're running a long time. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, We need to bring Lord back from the booth. There you go. Welcome back, Lord. All right. The Lord is with uh, us. All right. I'm going to reset the clock. Let's do oh. this. I'm ready to get this dead. Bring it, brother. Come on. You better step it up for once. Seriously. Gotta, I got to get you might, one of You these. might have this. You might have this one. All right. Uh, uh, don't give him any hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Lord. One second. Let me line it up. All right. Here we go. Time starts now. But our princess is in another castle. Super Mario Brothers. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Zelda. Legend Zelda. You have you have died of dysentery. Organ Trail. War. War never changes. Fallout. Do a barrel roll. Star Fox. 
I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow in the knee. Skyrim. Endure and survive. Ugh. Don't know that one. The right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. Man, 007? You want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you. Man, pass. I'm on a roll for a second. A hero need not speak. When he is gone, the world will speak for him. Oh my gosh. Is this another... I don't know this one. Pass. Do you want to go back to any of them? No, I think that's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh, you did as well as I did. We get the exact same. Was it Lord wins? No! Congratulations. Okay, how many did yes. I get right? How many did he get right? So Dan, you got five right. Lord got six right. And oh, the, wow. it's because Lord knew Fallout. Oh, that's, oh, that's yes. right. Oh. So we all know about our ones in there. Yeah, we those last know, ones were uh, really hard. Let's hear yeah, it. Brutal. I, I probably, maybe I went a little hard. Um, but our prince is in another castle. We all know that one. Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. The Legend of Zelda. You have died of dysentery. Oregon Trail. War. War never changes. Is Fallout. Technically Fallout 3. I just accepted Fallout. I was going to say Fallout 3, but... No, nah. it, well, I accepted it. I didn't uh, want to blow do it. Do a barrel roll was Star Fox, of course. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow in the knee is Skyrim. You both got that correctly. All right. So here's the ones where that were they were really hard at the end. Endure and survive is the last of us. Okay. Uh, the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. I really thought Lord would get this. That's Half-Life 2. Oh, you want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you. I thought Dan was going to get this one. That's Bar Batman Arkham City. That's Batman oh. talking to Joker at the very end. Oh, and nice. I also thought Lord would get this one, too. A hero need not speak when he is gone. The world will speak for him is Halo. Oh, dang. That's funny. Like, it almost tickles my brain when you are saying those like the Half-Life one. And oh, it's like, yeah. OK. Well, wow, those were so, good, though. Those full were wild. disclosure, I would not have gotten those last three either. So pretty uh, tough. So they were they were hard ones. But well, uh, I snuck out, eked yeah, out. Yeah, good for you for your first <laughs> win. Once. Congratulations. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. Good job, though. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that probably concludes our uh, pod. I want you Love guys it. to follow us on uh, Twitter at Good Playing with You at Good Play with You. Uh, look for that contagion sweepstakes that I'm going to put up uh, here pretty soon. And then you can email us any questions at goodplayingwithyou at gmail.com or follow us on YouTube at goodplayingwithyou. Yeah, exactly. And that's all the time we have today. So on behalf of the Good Playing crew, Matt Lord, Matt Molding, and myself, Dan Whitehill, have a great weekend. And as always, good playing with you. Good playing with you. Good playing with you. Good playing with you.